0: Good day, and we thank you for allowing us to come into your life to share a wonderful word of God with you. We pray that something that we say will uplift you and inspire you to seek God in a greater way. If you don't mind, allow me to start like this. You know, I've met many people in my Christian journey that have shared with me that they've been saved their whole lives. And they met Jesus at an early age. And I'm super excited for them. And I share with them that I, as well as many others, cannot proclaim that. Truth be told, I, as many others, were sinners for a long time in our lives, living outside the ark of safety, and because many lived in a sinful world. We've made some bad decisions, tons of mistakes, which has caused us to have some misery and some tests, all because of our chosen way of living. Many of us were on a fast train on a short track to hell. Don't pass go, don't collect $200, just go straight to hell. But because of the grace and mercy of God, I, as well as those many others, Can say now I'm a born again Christian living for Jesus and being set free from my captivity. Yes, you heard me. I said set free from my sinful captivity because that's what sin is. It is being held into something by something for something by someone that's stronger than you are and that someone is the enemy. The something is your sin as well as your prison, which is and can be an addiction, an addiction that captures and imprisons your mind, body and spirit. Sin is a prison for all three of them, and the warden is Satan. But the one thing about Satan's prison and your sentence, it doesn't have to be a life sentence. Just because you were born into sin doesn't mean we have to remain in sin. Because can I tell you, we've been paroled, pardoned, and bailed out by the blood of Jesus. In essence, we've been set free from sin, captivity, and the snares of the enemy by the blood of Jesus. So today I want to talk to you from the thought of set free in order to influence and impact others. Our main scripture comes from John eight thirty one through 36, and it reads as follows. To the Jews who had believed in him, Jesus said, If you hold on to my teaching, you are my disciples. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are Abraham's descendants and have never been slaves of anyone. How can you say that we shall be set free. Very truly I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Let the Lord have a blessing to the reading of his word. Set free in order to influence and impact the lives of others. I have four points and I'll get out of your way. Point one is set free from captivity. Do you know there are many people walking around today being held in captivity, bound by strongholds, generational curses, sinful acts, guilt, addiction, self-doubt, unworthiness, and self-condemnation, and are in desperate need of being set free? It's a fact that we all have been there. Some are still there, and many may be going back there. And it's unfortunate that many people find themselves enslaved, held captive, and in bondage to these things. And sadly, some knowing and others unknowingly, some by choice and others not by choice, some delighting in them, others being tormented by them. Whichever the case, people all over the world are being enslaved, held in captivity by a slick and evil enemy, and are standing in the need of being set free and don't even know it. I can attest, before I was set free, I was unaware or didn't even know that I needed to be set free. And can I say there are so many people in that same situation, not knowing that they're in a the need of being set free. So I say to my friends who are listening to this, therefore, friends, I want you to know that through Jesus, the forgiveness of sin is proclaimed to you. Through him, everyone who believes is set free from every sin. That's Acts 13, 38 39. Please allow me to say this to you. Do you know there's a level of peace and freedom when you are set free from captivity? and Satan's prison, which is our sin of hell here on earth. But please let me remind you, our sinful beginnings aren't a life sentence. The enemy would like you to believe that, but I'm here to tell you, he's a liar and the truth isn't in him. We all can be bonded out, paroled, our sentences commuted, pardoned and set free. Scripture says this, but now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the benefit you reap leads to holiness and the result is eternal life. That's Romans 6 22 Galatians 5 1 says it is for freedom that Christ has set us free stand firm then and don't let yourselves be burdened again by yoke of slavery. So we've read Galatians 5 and 1 Romans 6 and 22 and Acts 13 38 and 39 and I ask you what do all these scriptures have in common. They all talk about being set free. So in order to be set free you had to be held in captivity enslaved jailed or bound by something or someone. And you know who the someone is and the something that holds many that sin. And can I please put this misnomer to rest? There's no man or woman who is immune to the things the enemy uses to bind one in his net of sin. So whether you're an apostle or prophet a prophetess, evangelist, pastor, teacher, anointed, appointed, called, favored, blessed, progressed, set aside, or whatever you want to say. No one is immune to the schemes, the tricks, the traps, and the nets of sin the enemy places in our path. And if you don't mind, let me go a little deeper. Some are only one call away from being right back where God has set you free from. That's real talk, truth, to power. Let me call some stumbling blocks out for you. A call to one drink. You stumbled right back into alcohol addiction. A call to one sexual encounter. You stumbled right back into sexual addiction. One call for a hit of crack cocaine or heroin, you stumble right back into drug addiction. One call from what used to entangle, enslave, or hold you captive if you're real with yourself. Some are still there and teetering on the verge of possibly going back, right back to Satan's prison. But can I say, by the grace of God, you've been set free from it. But please understand and know, you've been set free from it, but it all has not necessarily been removed from you. That stumbling block, the taste in your mouth, The feeling in your body and the memories in your mind, the thorn in your side, that thorn that Paul spoke about to keep me from becoming conceited because of this surpassingly great revelations. There was given me a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in your weakness. Second Corinthians 12 and seven. That's Paul speaking. Paul, the mighty called anointed and empowered man of God. Speaking of his stumbling block, something that could take him back into slavery, captivity or bondage, a thorn in his flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment him. The Bible never reveals what it is. But take in mind Paul's position in what he was doing for God, anointed and called people listening and following him as he spreads the gospel. God created him. Jesus recruited him. The Holy Spirit living inside of him doing the work of God, but still being tormented by Satan with his own stumbling block that could take him back into captivity where he had been set free from. I ask you to substitute your name and your thorn there and you will understand the torment Paul was experiencing from the hands of the enemy. So if you're in need of being set free, thank God for Jesus who was sent down to earth to save and set us free from our sinful captivity. Think about this. When we see animals at the zoo, they are caged and only allowed to roam around in confined spaces. We see them being fed by zookeepers. But when we see these same animals in the wild and they are set free, we see the true identity of that animal. We see the best of it as it is allowed to be all that God created it to be. Why is that? Because it is free from captivity, from enslavement, from being bound to a cage. So understand The same reigns true for you and me. When we are set free, God shows you and allows you to know your true identity. He brings out the best in you and the best of you. And you get to be all God created you to be. Not only for you to see, but for others to see as well. And that takes us to point two. Justifying your sin. Can I say this to you? As Christians, you can't make excuses about your sin by pointing out someone else's. I've heard many people justify their own sins or wrongdoings by saying, well, I do this, but they do that. And what they do is far worse than what I do. Please understand this. One sin, one stronghold or guilt is no stronger or worse than the other. There are different sins, different strongholds and guilts, but they hold the same power over the person it has its grips on. A lying sin is no worse than a stealing sin. A sin of a cheating husband is no worse than an alcoholic mother. Their drug addiction is just as powerful over them as your sexual addiction is over you. And it doesn't matter what level you're on, if you're poor, middle class, or rich, understand same sin, different social, economic conditions, but same Satan, same prison, without repentance, same hell, will hold both. So please stop pointing fingers at people and talking about their sins, shortcomings, or strongholds. Because although just as gripping as yours, is captivity by an enemy, an enemy who brags in scripture that he comes to kill, steal and destroy your life. That's John 10 and 10, bold, brash and cocky. No shame in his game of destroying your life. But, you know, I found something fascinating in that scripture. The enemy boldly and brashly tells you what he comes to do, steal, kill and destroy. But if you read the scripture tied in the same verse, Jesus says, but I come to give you life and give it to you more abundantly. A very interesting contrast of verbiage. One bold, brash, and cocky, but the other reassuring, reliable, full of power, and seasoned with grace. Two opposite forces with totally different messages, together in the same verse. One wants to take, the other wants to give. One steals, the other restores. One speaks death, the other brings a new life. One destroys, the other saves. One brings you down, the other lifts you up. One sucks life from you, the other breathes life into you. One wants to render you useless, while the other deems you useful. One full of lies, the other draped in truth. One wants to hold you captive, while the other has the power to set you free. Same verses, two different purposes and outcomes. So I say to you, don't justify what Jesus came to free you from, not you to justify yourself in it, or to point fingers at others to justify your sin. Because remember, Jesus was sent down to earth to set us free from sin. And that takes us to point three. But if you don't mind, I'm going to stop right here and we'll get to point three and four the next time we speak. So until then, be blessed.